0: Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez, and this is episode four. So, of course, starting out with January 2020, I want to get into goal setting. Of course, I feel like a lot of people set goals and then some people shy away from it because they feel like that would just set them up for failure. However, I created a really great worksheet that I want to go over and talk to you about how to set up your 2024 success. So let's go ahead and dive right in. So when it comes to goal setting, I really feel like it's important to talk about your personal life versus your career life, because there needs to have some type of integration. I truly believe that you need to really look at your personal life and dream of how you would like that to be created dream about what is important to you think about what your non-negotiables are what is your dream life look like and i believe that it's important to build your career to help support that personal life because i'll tell you that at least for myself there are days that are very difficult and can be very discouraging. But if I keep my focus on what's most important to me in my life, then that's what really fuels my fire and keeps me going, keeps me motivated. So I want to encourage you to have both the personal and the career goals in mind for 2020. So before we can move forward, we need to take a look at what has happened in the past. So Let's reflect on 2019 so that's our first step we need to do reflection so one of the quotes that I wrote down was life can only be understood backwards but it must be lived forwards and this is so true I remember listening to um, a video of of this guy that I enjoy listening to and he spoke about um, how life is like driving a car and that You have a a rear view mirror so you can see what has happened behind you, but the window in front of you is much larger, which is where the main focus needs to be. And that's really how I agreed that life should be viewed. It's important to reflect and look at the back, but that back rear, rear, rear view mirror is small. And so it doesn't necessarily it's not going to dictate your future. It's what you're visualizing ahead of you that's going to direct you of where you need to go. And your eyes need to be focused on driving forward. That being said, in the reflection of 2019, I really believe that we need to to think about and um, those things that were great successes, those big wins in your life, those things that you were really proud of and excited to do. Because those are the things that we may want to also include in our 2020 and continue doing. And then there's going to be some moments that maybe weren't as well. But because I'm a positive person, let's go ahead and start with the positive moments in our life. Like what was your milestone, Um, your biggest accomplishments, both big and small? I mean, this could be like an accomplishment like every day you woke up at 7 a.m. to go to the gym or just wake up and start your day. I mean, that's probably, it could be a big or a small goal for you. Um, Some of our big wins for 2019 were that we opened up our salon, which was extremely exciting. It was a huge milestone for us. Um, Also, we did a ribbon cutting and that was always a dream of mine. It sounds silly, but I always visualized having a salon and doing the ribbon cutting. It was like, that's what made it official. Um, So that was a huge milestone, huge memory for me. Um, And it's definitely my highlight for 2019. Um, Some goals that we achieved, we did, we earned best of weddings. And that's something that I would like to take into 2020 as well. And just really highlight those big wins in my business. Um, me and my husband also were able to travel quite a bit in 2019. So that was really um, a highlight of my personal life. um, And that really made me stay motivated and driven in my business so I could continue to put my head down and get to work knowing that I had some bigger dreams and and goals that I wanted to travel more and be able to take time to spend with my husband. Um, So whatever those big goals, big wins for you, I want you to write them down. And I want you to really remember them because it's so great that we can look back on life and be excited and proud about certain moments in our life. Um, And I hope that you are able to really uh, fill out this entire chapter and have it filled with positive things that has happened in your life and the next thing that we need to do is dig a little bit deeper. So when we dig a little bit deeper, we may, this is where we need to talk about the things that you learned, what worked and what did not work. Um, so for myself in 2019, we I had to learn a lot about just letting things go and trusting the process And focusing on the things that I can control and letting go of the things I cannot. As I'm building my business, I'm working with different personalities. And, you know, sometimes we just can't control how that other person's attitude is uh, and their work ethics and things like that. But as long as we have systems in place and we can trust the process, we're able to move forward. So those were things that, for myself anyways, that were big learns I also believe that it's important to describe and summarize in one word your year. So in 2019, what was your word that you could best describe 2019 in? For myself, I would say that it is courage. Courage, I mean, it took a lot of courage to open up a salon. I'll be honest, I was very afraid of, of the unknown, um, and I also think that we need to dig deep and, and talk about what our afraid, what we are afraid of. What are our fears? Because maybe that is the things that are holding us back in life. Um, things that I was afraid of or, or having fear of was feeling burnout. If I grow and expand my business, am I going to feel like I'm completely married to my business and that I'm not going to have any time with my family and spending time with my husband? And those were things that were holding me back. But it took courage to break through to level up. And so when we dive in deeper and into 2019, and we talk about those hard times um, in life happens, you know, whether it's, you've had some issues with your health or relationships. I mean, these are really big things. But We can only control ourselves. We can only control how we react and respond to things. So I believe that it's important to just reevaluate those situations and think about what areas do you not want to repeat? What areas can can you can control? And if you can't, you just have to let it go and keep it in the past. Okay, next we have to talk about our effort. How much effort were we really putting in in 2019 with certain areas of our life? I mean, for me, I think it's super important that we focus on health, relationships, and professional development. There may be other things that are important to you, and that's totally fine. And you can always cross out one of these categories that I wrote and then just write in your own of rating your effort. Um, To me, professional development is super important, especially as I'm wanting to grow my business. And I truly believe that you're here because you want to grow yourself and grow your business too. But really think about the effort that you put in. Did you attend networking events? Did you attend classes? Did you attend education workshops? Did you learn um, anything on webinars? Or have you been listening to different podcasts that are going to help you further yourself in your career and your life? I also think about what your effort is with having fun um, and what your relationships are like. And this is just a true assessment of your effort of what you're doing in your personal life and what you're doing and your career life as well. So I want you to really think about how much time you've spent in each category and the things that really helped you move the needle. And if you fall short in these areas, one, maybe it's not important to you, or two, maybe it's an area that you really want to spend more time focusing on for 2020. So moving into 2020, let's talk about our focus. One of my quotes here are, we are shaped by our thoughts. We become what we think. When the mind is pure, joy follows like shadow that never leaves. I love that quote. So what areas of 2020 do you want to focus on? And this could be both your personal life and your in your career. But in 2020, if we can go fast forward to December, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel freedom? Do you want to feel like you had more time, more time with your family? Maybe you really want your business to thrive and see your bank account grow. Maybe it's your savings account you want to grow. Maybe it's a vacation that you wanted to take. Whatever that focus is, I want you to write this down. Um, In addition, I want you to think about one word that you really want to focus on for 2020. My, My word, and I'm going to share this with you, is discipline. And to me, discipline is about making sure that I have boundaries. It's making sure that I am prioritizing the things that are important in my life. It's creating that discipline so I can accomplish the things that are truly important to me so I can focus, move the needle, and get to where I visualize myself to be in my life. Your focus could be something completely different. Your word could be something completely different. And that is absolutely okay because this is your life and you need to visualize and create it to what you want it to be. So in 2020, write down some words where you want to describe how you want to feel. Do you want to feel more healthy? Do you want to feel more brave, balanced? Whatever. A description that you would like to describe how you want to feel in 2020 write those down this is all about really creating your dream life for 2020 and i do believe if you're writing something down it's more likely to happen for you so write those words down um in your career what do you want to focus on and what in your personal life do you want to focus on Um, And this could be anything for like your in your career. Maybe you want to grow your client base. Maybe in your personal life, you want to feel more healthy and get back into shape. Just write those down, because then eventually we're going to create some actionable plans for you too. So let's start first with our two thousand and twenty personal dreams. So in your personal dreams. I like to talk about vacations that you would want to go on. And for me, travel is super important because it gives me time away to um, regroup and get creative again. I honestly will say the second that I get on a plane, instead of me unwinding and, and reading a book or watching a movie, I can't help but all of a sudden my mind is spinning with all these great creative ideas that has really helped me um, create some great workshops and classes that I'd never thought that I would be able to do. It was once when I stepped away from my desk and the salon that I was really able to do these things. And that's why traveling is so important to me. In addition, it's a great time for me and my husband to spend some time together, but Your vacations could be a staycation. It could be somewhere local that you want to go. So write down your wildest dreams of where you would want to travel to, vacations you would want to enjoy. You could even just write something like a beach vacation or a vacation into a city or skiing or whatever it may be. Then I want you to, to think about the fears that you want to overcome in 2020. I feel like most of us have fears and some may be small and some may be big. There could be a fear of maybe starting a family. There could be a fear of not feeling enough or adequate, maybe not smart enough, maybe fear of of something to do with your finances, like you're not gonna have enough money, fears you're gonna go broke whatever those fears are, write those down. And I also think what can really help motivate you is is things that you would maybe want to purchase or attain. Maybe you're wanting to buy a new car or maybe you're needing to buy a new car. Maybe you're wanting to move out of your parents' house or move into a bigger house. Maybe there is like either a big trip you want to take, or maybe some type of education class. Maybe you want to get certified as a lash artist or something. Write those big ticket items down that you would love to attain or purchase. Then I want you to think about how much, how much is your financial goal in twenty twenty, and this could be maybe your savings account. It could be your how much sales you're doing it could be at, at the end of the day, what you're netting in 2020, that number is just, impo- it's important to you. And I want you to be really specific on what that number is. And that way you can create some actionable plans on how to make that realistic. So, and, and that goes to my point of making sure that this is realistic. If you're just starting out a business, it might be slightly unfair to say that I'm going to net a million dollars, you know, Um, but if you were to increase it by, let's say what you're making now by 20, 40%, that possibly could happen for you if you crunch the numbers right. And then in 2020, what do you want to spend more time doing? I know for myself, I want to spend more time with my family, more time traveling, and more time teaching people. So those are the things that are important to me. Write down the things that are important to you. And let's start creating some plans of how to actually make this happen. And the only way that I believe that you can make things happen is if you create SMART goals. SMART goals, and I'm sure most of you have heard of them. If you have not, SMART goals, it's an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Timely. You guys, this is the perfect way that you can take those actual personal dreams and create specific solutions on how you can actually attain these dreams. So I want you to take what you think is the most important for your personal life that you would really like to achieve. And let's say in your personal life, it is about being healthy And if that is the case, then you have to get super specific. What does healthy mean to you? Is it that you want to lose weight? You want to feel better in a particular size of clothing? Um, Are you going to run a marathon? And then if so, then you need to create how you can actually attain that. So is it um, hiring a, a health coach? Is it hiring a personal trainer? Is it changing some of the friends that you may be uh, surrounding yourself with that you want to, if you want to get healthy, you need to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with healthy people. Um, And I think that at a young age that sometimes we aren't selecting our group of friends the best way. So paying attention to your surroundings, your atmosphere, where you're putting yourself in. And then think about how you can, how this is relevant. Like, why is this important to you? I think it's always important to attach a why. I think that just losing weight, if that's a personal goal for you, I think is not enough. I think that there needs to be a why behind that. Um, there is a I believe it was Simon Sinek that talked about the seven layers of why, and that can really help you determine of why why you're saying that you want to get healthy. You know, maybe it was because your parents are unhealthy and you don't want to end up having your life end like that. Um, maybe it's because you're attaching losing weight to having a better relationship with your spouse or... Um, finding a boyfriend. So whatever, whatever your specific goal is, make sure to find your whys of why that's important because times are going to get tough as you're trying to accomplish your goals. So always reflecting back on the whys is going to help you get to your goals faster and it's going to feel more rewarding as well. And then create some benchmarks, you know, you, you could divide up the quarters, the four quarters of what you're going to do each quarter. I do think if, and I, I just talk about health just for the fact that that's such a common goal for most people for every year, but timely could be something realistic. Maybe you're going to sign up at a gym and go twice a week. And I think that it's important not to just jump in the pool and and all of a sudden, you're, it's too cold and you jump out. I think that it's important dip a toe in and every day put your leg in further and further until you're fully um, in the pool. And I believe that that's also helpful too with accomplishing your goals. Because I think that sometimes we have these big audacious goals and... All of a sudden when we start moving towards them we can get very overwhelmed we can get discouraged because we're not seeing the results that we're looking for and i feel like big goals will equal big results also take time so just keep that in mind okay now once you reached your goals you have to have some celebrations because this is a huge deal if you've reached your goals, I want you to celebrate. I want you to have a girls night out. I want you to buy yourself a gift. Um, I want you to maybe if, if health is something important to you, maybe schedule a photo shoot and take pictures of yourself so you can remember how sweet it feels to, to be able to accomplish something that in the beginning of the year, maybe you thought you couldn't. And with your SMART goals, you were able to do so maybe it's you want to travel, maybe you're going to get together with your family. Maybe it's about going the extra distance. Maybe once you reach your goals, maybe you your next goal is in celebration is to do something like a marathon. I don't know. If the health is important to you, just make sure that you are creating celebrations. And you can also have some mini wins too. So let's say that you have benchmarks each quarter, each quarter you accomplish something, then make sure that you are celebrating those. And when you celebrate them, try not to backtrack, you know. So one of the podcasts that I recently listened to was talking about if saving your money is is going to be your personal goal, then don't go out and buy a Louis Vuitton purse because you just spent all your money. Or if you're going on a diet and your health is your focus for your celebration, don't go out and drink a whole bunch of beer or eat a full cake. So hopefully that makes sense to you. Now, let's talk about your 2020 career dreams. So it's just important to have your personal goals and your career dreams. And like I said before, your career dreams need to help support the personal dreams and make sure that your personal dreams are are weighing more. Because I believe that you're going to have more energy supporting the, the career dreams if those career dreams are supporting your personal dreams. Okay, so what does your dream schedule and career look like? maybe you're a freelancer. maybe your dream career looks like you were booked for three photo shoots a week. Maybe you have maybe you go to a few clients' houses every week as well. Maybe you're working at a salon, And your dream schedule is three days behind the chair. Make sure that you're writing this down and be really specific on the schedule. Maybe how many hours that you're working a day or how many days during a week. Maybe you want to work every other weekend. Whatever you really think is important to you, write that down. What type of career fears do you want to overcome? I think that a lot of people have career fears. Maybe it's like you want to open a salon suite, but you're really not for sure where to even start. Also, talk about what type of educational classes or classes that you want to take in 2020. I think this is a huge thing because if your dream is to be a lash extension artist, you have to get certified. Is there any type of certifications that you need that are going to help support the financial needs or maybe that dream vacation you're wanting to take? Is there anything that is going to help elevate you to that next level for your business through education? Write that down. And also write down how much money you want to make in 2020 um and maybe you are doing a couple of different entrepreneur things maybe you like myself I have a bridal team but I also have the salon so and I also have an educational company so I have three different categories that I'm wanting to be profitable in so write specifically that down of what you are thinking and then you if you want to spend more time doing something in your career what would that be and this could be like Behind the chair, you really want to focus in on doing more extensions. Maybe you want to focus on doing more weddings. Think about what that focus is. And then also talk about who your dream client is. Get really specific on who this person is. Maybe what her age is, what her hair type is like, or her her skin texture is like, what type of services do they want from you? How often does this person come to you? Is she referring all her clients to you? Is she known really well in the industry um, or in your community, I should say? Who is your dream client? Okay, you guys, you know what's next. Once you write down those dreams, what do you have to do? Exactly. Create your smart career goals. Remember, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. So specific, what do you truly want for your 2020 goals? Okay, so let's say that you want to grow your bridal business. Okay, so be specific here. You want to grow your bridal business. Let's say you already have a bridal business and you brought in maybe $10,000 to your bridal business. And you want to increase that to, let's say, let's say you want to do $1,500. I'm sorry, $15,000 in your bridal business. So you know that you need to bring in $5,000 more. So I want you to just be very specific dollar amount with that career goal or specific on maybe that client that you are attracting if you're maybe focused on building your books. Um, and make this measurable too. You know, how many weddings would you have to do to, to bring in $15,000? If you wanted to grow your books, how many clients, could you take a day to fill up your book? I will say though, if growing your client base is your goal, I would also think about, I would also make note that having more clients does not equal more money. Think about it. If you had a client who, let's say, only comes in for makeup or comes in for her blow dry versus you have a client that is getting married and her wedding is bringing in $3,000, how many faces of makeup or people clients you would have to do in that one year to equal three thousand dollars probably a lot so i just want to point that one out and then how are you going to attain this okay so if you were wanting to grow your bridal business you would maybe you would want to do some advertising on some bridal platforms If you are trying to grow your clients, then probably to attain them, you would want to do more networking and getting involved in your community. Maybe also even focusing on like, what is that customer experience like? If you're looking to grow your business or your bridal business, do you need somebody to help you with that? Do you need to have somebody who does hair or makeup to join with you so you can take more clients, so you can make sure that you're getting that $15,000 goal? And then how is this relevant? This is where we talk about our whys. Why do you wanna grow your client base? Why do you want your bridal business to grow? grow? Um, And make sure that you're very clear on, on your whys with this area. Because remember, there is going to be obstacles and things that may be frustrating that might hold you back. Your fears might hold you back. So we always need to reflect back on your whys to make sure that we can push forward. And then make this timely. Again, I love breaking up the year into quarters because it's a great way to have like a 90-day um, reflection on what what's working and what's not working. As opposed to just saying, oh, by the end of the year, I'm, I'm going to make X amount of money. You have to make sure that you're tracking that as well. Um, and the next portion too of my worksheet, we, we break it down into the quarterly goals. Um, And one of the quotes that I wrote here was, if you go to work on your goals, your goals will work on you. If you go to work on your plan, your plan will go to work on you. Whatever good things we build end up building us. And I love this because um, I believe that you just have to stay focused and present and just keep your eye on the prize and keep your focus on what those goals are. Breaking this up into quarterly goals I believe is going to help you visually see that your goals are attainable. Um, So let's say that you wanted to increase your financial goal for the year. We can really narrow this down into finding exactly how many clients that you're going to need in order to attain that. Maybe certain services. Same thing for weddings. We need to know what is the average amount that a bride is spending on her wedding. Let's say it's $1,500 dollars. And if it's $1500, let's do some quick math here. And So 15. Oh, yes, 10. <laughs> if you guys um, had that number faster than I, then you go girl.. <laughs> um, so breaking this down into quarters I really help will help you um, understand that your goal is achievable. So I'm very excited about that. Um, also in my worksheet that you can get off of the website at jenniferjadealvarez.com, I will have monthly tracking for success. This is going to be great for people who are behind the chair, even freelancers. So you can write down each week um, and also your monthly goal. So and maybe you want to start your, your monthly goal at a smaller amount. So maybe you start your goal at like $3,000. And each month, maybe you bump that up about, let's say $100 for each month. And you want to track your services, your retail, how many clients that you've seen. Did they rebook their appointment? Um, I also like to track tips as well because I feel like that's also um, important to my income as well. And I want to know where that money is being allocated as well. Um, also to your average ticket. The average ticket is important because this is where it comes into you don't need as many clients as you may think. You know, if your average ticket is 100 versus 200, you need, ha- you need less people to maybe achieve your goal, which I like that one better because then I don't have to work as hard. And of course, once you reach those goals, you need to have some success um, celebrations. And I definitely would encourage you to find a group of people who have gone before you find the people who are going to be your cheerleaders find the people who are going to cheer you on and help you when times get tough this year I want you to be able to have a group of people that you can call on when things are getting tough or maybe you want to share with them your success and I want these people to be your ultimate cheerleaders your go-getters Or people that you can trust to advise you when you're stuck. Um, So that is my 2020 goal setting plans for you. I hope that 2019 was a big success. And I hope that 2020 is even more of a success for you. And if you liked this episode and want to hear more like this, please let me know. I would love to get your feedback and reviews. I've created these freebies on my um, website and I'm creating this podcast with you in mind because I've been there. I've been there as that struggling artist growing their business and I feel like where I have come so far that I want to be able to give that back to you and share with you all of my knowledge. All right, my friends, that wraps up our 2020 goal setting guide. I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. And if you haven't already, head on over to www.jenniferjadealvarez.com to download your workbook guide for 2020 goal setting. And be sure to check out the other resources available on the website as well. So until next time, guys, I just want to remind you that you can be the game changer in your life. Because if you can dream it, you can create it and you have the ability to crush it.